Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hey guys, welcome to episode 104 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and I apologize for taking a little bit of a lag. So I had a break. I have to tell you guys, I got super sick. So I don't usually get sick. uh, And this one really had me down, you know, mid-January. We had super, the weather was just awful. Really, really chilly, cold, lots of snow, and then my whole entire family got sick. So uh, needless to say, I am back on track recording this podcast, getting out with my habits and running and all that good stuff. But the topic for today, because of me being sick, is going to be about being proactive about rest as a runner after the age of 40. So I really want you to think about if you are being proactive or being reactive about your rest. And what I mean by that is, are you putting rest on your schedule, putting rest as part of your recovery and making it as important as you're running proactively, or are you in this cycle where you just go, 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 and then when all of a sudden you hit the a time when you are so either tired, injured, burnt out, and then you rest. So I think most of us are in that latter camp. And this podcast is really just here to tackle that and just be honest with ourselves and say, hey, we've got to make sure that we're not going over the point of no return. So I think that there's five things that I really wanted to tackle. And the first thing is that you can't be superwoman and you can't be superman. So, you know, you are most likely a very high performing professional. You're could be a parent or you could be a caregiver of an aging parent, or maybe you are a dog mom or a cat mom or a dog dad, whatever you are, most likely you're a lot of things to a lot of people. And just coming to the terms of it's okay to not be Superman and Superwoman, if you want to be a really healthy person, it's gonna you can't you just guys I'll say like I know that I said don't say can't but we don't want to be superman or superwoman we want to be so hyper focused on the areas of our life that are most important to us Uh, and then the rest of it you know can just go like there if if you don't want to be doing some of those other activities uh, even if it's something like you know volunteering at the kids 
whatever it might be, school or taking on this volunteer position or taking on a different thing at work that is a side thing. If it's not really something that you want to do, guys, we're not 20 anymore. We don't have to try all these things out. Most likely, you know what you like to do. And if you're listening to this podcast, fitness and health is important to you and you can prioritize that. And I'm going to be the one to tell you that it's 100% okay if you take some of that other stuff and don't do it. So uh, that is, you know, you could probably hit stop now and just go on your merry way with your run and know that you can't be superwoman. You don't need to be and you shouldn't want to be. All right. And then the second thing is, and I alluded to this before, rest is as important as running. And that that is a hard thing for us, you know, that we love to exercise. We want to push ourselves really hard. Uh, But getting adequate rest is just as important as the workouts you do. I'm going to say it again. If you really want to be fit and healthy, the amount of rest that you give your body, and I mean both rest like sleeping and just adequate recovery is going to be as important as the actual intervals or hills or long run that you do. So you've got to be proactive. If you've got a running calendar or a running coach, they should be helping you with this. If not, you know, just pencil in some, you know, active rest during the week that you are planning on. So again, you want to be proactive and know that it's really, really important. What I don't want you to do is say, well, Sarah said rest is really important. So I'm going to, you know, shut my alarm off and skip my run tomorrow. That's not the kind of rest I mean. I think that you need to be on a good sleep schedule. And there is a time where, you know, you do need, you know, maybe a couple days where you get a little more sleep and you might have to skip a run. But on a general basis, I say absolutely no to that. And it's more just getting regular sleep even if it's a little bit less on a consistent basis. And then, you know, balancing the amount of hard runs and easy runs that you do, but just making sure that you have some restful runs, which could just be really, really slow runs. It might be painfully slow, but that can be excellent for your body. Uh, The third thing about rest is let's say like you're like me and you did get sick and you were down. I actually, I think I was in bed for like four days. I worked from my bed, but it was pretty terrible. Uh, so I had a couple moments on that, like day three and four, where I was just like, felt like such a slug. And I thought, I don't know if I can get back to my habits. Like, wow, like this is bad. I had my laptop in my bed, which I don't usually do. And uh, just, you know, the whole mindset was just kind of, gosh, you know, I, I worked so hard to get those habits in place. And now I just... I don't know. And it was crazy how fast that happened. So what I'm going to tell you is snap back into it as fast as you can post rest. So if you do kind of hit that bottom like me and you really have to take some continuous rest because you overdid, you want to snap back as fast as possible. So Ideally, it's not going to be a four day stretch with you, uh, but you're going to, you know, get back onto your habits as fast as you can. It's like riding a bike, right? You watch your kids learn how to ride a bike and as they fall, you got to get back on and just pedal like crazy, you know, to get going again. If you start to lose your habits, they can go down really, really quickly. So, you know, remember the good things and remember how long it took you. That's what I told myself on day four. I was like, all right, this has to stop. Like I'm going to visualize 
visualize myself feeling 100% better. And even if I don't, tomorrow I'm at least going to walk because, you know, I work too hard to build this kind of lifestyle and a schedule to let this go any longer. So again, getting back into things, getting back into your run post-stress is key. And then number four with regard to rest is I think this is the most important, uh, and that is figuring out the why behind either getting sick, getting, you know, so tired in this physical place or getting injured. And I think we've all been, you can probably remember a time where you said, oh, I always get sick at the same time every year. Like, oh, I always get sick right after the holidays. For me, I always get sick in January. Okay, well, I'm going to say that in When I hear myself say that, that always happens to me. All right, well, are you looking back to figure out why that happened or are you just accepting it? So this time I am changing and I'm looking at it and thinking, why am I sick every year the second week of January? What happened in the end of December? And I know that, you you know, this is obvious, guys. You're going to be like, well, the Sarah, duh, the holidays happen and the cold weather. Well, that's fine. But like, what am I doing in particular? And I can tell you that my eating habits just kind of went compute and then it got worse and worse and worse and I started getting a little less sleep and everything went on a sliding scale and so I can definitely track what happened and why I got sick and if you don't look and you just think oh that happens every year and you don't take the time to think about it then you can't change it the next time so really look at the why behind you know if it's getting sick or if it's just all of a sudden being so tired that you literally can't even get out of bed like what happened to lead up to that was it your eating was it your sleep did you have too much alcohol are you not taking enough time to just recover Uh, what is it and I think this isn't a podcast about injuries but I think we can totally apply it to that too if you always get injured and it seems like it's that last 34th of your training cycle for a marathon or it's always at the end of the summer you get injured, or maybe at the beginning of the training cycle. You got to look at that and think, what is it that I'm doing that is leading to that happening almost every time? If you're sick at the same time, you're re-injured, what is it? Can you, are you tracking your miles? Can you look through a journal and see and hit a pattern? Um, You guys know if you've listened to this podcast, I use Aura Rain now and it was pretty cool because I could track my heart rate and you could see it start to creep up and my respiratory rate change on a daily basis before I got this last sickness. And then you could also see even my body temperature uh, and the whole readiness score started to shift. So I could look back and see, all right, this didn't just happen overnight. I didn't just get the virus from the kids because I was around the kids. It happened because I was run down and not taking adequate care of myself for, you know, probably a good two weeks before that. So that's what I'm talking about when, you know, going back through and figuring out the why so that it doesn't happen again. So takeaways, guys, being proactive about rest is going to pay off so much. Uh, we're not 15 anymore where we can pull an all-nighter or 25, whatever age, I guess, that we could pull all of nighters. I never really could do that very successfully. Uh, definitely not now. And if you do need to do that, 
for some reason, maybe you work in a post-prom party, I don't know, or you're just, you know, you really lack of sleep because of a work project. Then you've got to figure out, all right, I'm being proactive about this. I'm not going to get enough sleep that night. So I'm going to, you know, tweak my nutrition to be as powerful as possible. And then, you know, the three days after that, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to do a little bit slower of runs so that I can make sure that I keep my body healthy. So you guys are not superwoman and superman. That's not our goal. We want to be fit and we want to be good functioning humans, but we don't need to be all things to all people. Rest is as important to running. And if you do get off track, guys, let's bounce back as as fast as possible. Get back on track. Don't let your habits go. uh, And we can do this all together. Thanks for listening. This was really short. Uh, I'll have some better episodes coming up, I promise. Uh, But bear with me just as I was recovering from whatever I'll call the January plague. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.